Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Final hour on this Meat Friday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, in case you're wondering, bratwurst, hot dogs, chili on the Traeger grills that we'll sample here in about 40 minutes. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. We're getting roughed up on Twitter because we admitted to shows that we didn't like that are very popular. It's okay, we're just... Throwing out our opinions. <laughs> you don't like Wolf of Wall Street? How can you not like Copland? You never watched Godfather? No, I didn't. You don't like Star Wars? No, I don't like Star Trek either. I did other things. You know? I was outside playing ball. You know, going out on dates. Nice. Things like that. Doing manly things. Not sitting in there watching Star Trek or Star Wars. And the Godfather, I already said, I got one side of the family tree that doesn't believe that the mafia exists, and I respect that, and that's why I don't watch those shows. Sopranos, I know it's a great show. Game of Thrones is a great show. I just had no interest in that. Okay, welcome to the program, already in progress. Yes, Paul? I was thinking about Fritzy during the break. What if, Fritzy, we did a thing where he caught up on everything he's missed since 1987? Like, we give him a list of movies and TV shows and and things to do that he hasn't participated in since nineteen eighty. That would take like a horrifically long time. I wouldn't be able to like do anything else except you don't do anything else. Yeah, but I don't care that he catches up. It'd be funny to see his reaction to like uh, like a movie from nineteen ninety five. Yeah, 
I don't, you know, he has no interest in that. He doesn't stream. He doesn't do any of those things. And that's fine. I mean, he, he has his shows. He loves network TV. Nobody loves network TV more than you do. I wish I could say it's because I have this great social life and I just have no time to sit in front of the TV, but that would just be highly inaccurate. You like reality TV and you like network TV and you like local news anchors who are female. That's pretty much it. <laughs> that and sporting events and that I'm covered pretty much. All righty. Welcome to the program. As you can tell, already in progress, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Brady Quinn will join us. He, of course, is part of the uh, Fox Sports Big Noon kickoff, Iowa City, Iowa-Penn State coming up this weekend. So uh, Brady will join us. And I believe Brady had a similar injury to what Russ Wilson has after last night's loss to the Rams. I know, and, and look, I rail against this, that all of a sudden we have a referendum on a team where you go, I know exactly what's going to happen with this team. And it, and it feels like there's doom and gloom with Seattle. They can get through these next three games. They have a bye week then after that. You got the Steelers, Saints, and the Jags. Maybe you go two and one uh, with Geno Smith. You get a bye week. Let's see how long Russ is going to be out, if he's going to be out. But I don't think it's the pain. I think it's going to be trying to hold the football. But uh, here's Pete Carroll on Russell Wilson after last night's loss. What was the determining factor that pulled him? Um, he, he wasn't able to, to hold on to the football the way he needed to to throw it because we were going to throw the ball and we had to throw it all over the place. And uh, we didn't know, you know, what he would be able to do. We was just unsure. And, uh, you know, I trust him that I mean, if he could have, he would have. Yeah, and I just wonder now if you're going to be able to play, how much can you play? And if you can throw the ball, can you throw it deep? Uh, are you going to be limited there? But they got three games coming up. Geno Smith, I thought, did okay, given the circumstances, because Russ never gets hurt. I mean, you're the backup. You're not playing. And he looked okay. He looked all right. All right, so we'll talk to Brady Quinn about that. Uh, Matthew Stafford uh, had his moments last night. Boy, it's nice to have Deshaun Jackson, Robert Woods, and Cooper Cup. Here's Matthew Stafford on the win. The fun thing is, is being 4-1 and and knowing that, you know, our best game of football hasn't been played yet. There's a lot of things that we can clean up. I can clean up. I know we can as an entire team. So nothing's easy in this league. You earn every single one you get, especially going on the road against a really good football team like Seattle, you know, in a hostile environment. So I'm happy to be where we are. I know there's a lot of work to be done and a lot of uh, a lot of football left to be played. It's only week five, but the NFL media is framing the Bills-Chiefs Sunday night game as a potential passing of the torch in the AFC. Kansas City has won the conference the last two seasons. A lot of people think it's Buffalo's time. The problem is it's only week five. It's the same thing with Brady going back to New England. It's one game. It's a big deal in the moment, but in the bigger picture, is it going to be a big game? Bills, they've been blown out the last three. Uh, their last three opponents, they've blown them out. But that's Miami, Washington, and Houston. And you still have that mysterious loss to the Steelers in week one. The Chiefs look like they're still potent on offense. They just got Josh Gordon. Uh, but the defense struggles. They can't stop anybody. That defense keeps everybody in the game. And one mistake we always make in crowning a champion in October is we're only a quarter of the way through the season. And last year, the Buccaneers didn't look dangerous after five weeks. They didn't look dangerous after 12 weeks. But that doesn't slow anybody down when it comes to Monday morning because we're going to view the winner of the Bills Chiefs as the favorite in the AFC. And, and I get it, but just remember these words there's a chance the two teams will play an even more meaningful game in a couple of months. We love to jump to conclusions. We love to figure out a team. You know, Browns against the Chargers this week. To me, that's a really spicy game as well. 
and, it, and it'll get lost in the shadow of the Bills and the Chiefs because we look at those two teams as teams that can actually go to the Super Bowl where we're not quite sure with Baker Mayfield, with the Browns, and we're not quite sure just how good, consistent the Chargers can be. But there are some good games this weekend. And, I, you know, there's always – there's one or two games where you go, how are the Bengals beating the Packers? Hey, the Jags could get their first win. Like, these are the possible headlines you're going to have. Like, the Giants have no chance against the Cowboys, right? Like, it's just tricky. And that's why, you know, when you bet on games, you have to just win 60% of the time to get a profit. Yeah, McLovin. You know, the Chiefs have all their have had all their hard games. Uh, Cleveland at Baltimore, Chargers, and Buffalo. Then it gets a lot easier. Washington, Tennessee, the Giants are the next three after that. So is it possible they lose this game and they're in fine in okay shape or going to two and three? I think they're okay. As long as Mahomes is healthy, Kelsey is healthy, uh, you got Josh Gordon, Tyreek Hill. As long as I have the offense intact then I'm, I'm, I still feel pretty good about the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, mentioned that he really has a lot of respect for Mike Tomlin. So, of course, there's rampant trade speculation that he's angling to end up with the spe- uh, Steelers next season. And then Aaron Rodgers goes, I, I just respect the guy. Now, do I think Aaron Rodgers does anything randomly? No, I do not. Do I? Do I think... That he uh, wants to play for the Steelers? I have no idea. But uh, he did an interview with Pat McAfee. And, uh, you know, he talked about Mike Tomlin. So people are like, oh, that he must want to play for Mike Tomlin in the Steelers. I have no idea. Yeah, Paul. It'd be great if one of these weeks Aaron Rodgers answers the question. Yeah, I really would like to play for the Steelers. I absolutely <laughs> would love to go there next year. Just says it instead of toying around. Uh, you know, it's a mutual admiration society. This is what happens when you're facing a team. Coach always says nice things about the quarterback. Always. Like that quarterback, oh, you know, we got our uh, work cut out for us. I don't know how we're going to beat that quarterback. Wait a minute. You're playing Jacksonville. Yeah, but you never can tell. You got to, hey, you're playing the Texans. Yeah, but you never can tell that Tyrod Taylor, he could, uh, he could beat you. Mike Tomlin saying nice things about Aaron Rodgers and vice versa. Do I think that's where he wants to end up? I have no idea. Don't ask me. Ask all of his former teammates. They seem to have all the information. All of those guys who said he was leaving. I don't have a source, and I said he's staying. And here he is, still in Green Bay. Like, you talk about oh, I know, the number of whiffs on, on Aaron Rodgers in the offseason. Speculation. Oh, I'm hearing. Six months of whiffs. Oh, he's not going to play for them. Now, do I think he wanted to be traded? Yes. Do I think he was going to be traded? Yes. Do I think that San Francisco or the Rams were in play? I do. But it didn't work out. So, should we have read more into what he said when they uh, lost his playoff game? Yeah, I guess. But the Rams don't get Matthew Stafford. If Matthew Stafford goes to Carolina, because Carolina thought they had Matthew Stafford, then maybe. Then maybe you get a similar trade that the Lions got with Jared Goff, and uh, you're going to get some draft picks. I don't know. But Aaron's there. Remember? Oh, he's not all in. He's, it's Zen mentality. 
Uh, if you looked at him, he's letting his hair grow. Like everything you could possibly read into a negative with Aaron Rodgers. But I, the only thing I'm saying is I would not be surprised if the, Cleveland, or the Cincinnati Bengals beat the uh, Green Bay Packers. I wouldn't. And you shouldn't either. But we will be. Phone calls here. Garrett in Maine. Last time we talked to Garrett, he was asking for some wedding advice. Garrett, how can I help you? <clears throat> I took his advice, Dan. Um, I, well, I think I was, I was kind of half listening. So I wrote a couple of limericks. Uh, can, I, can I give them to you? Okay. So is this for the wedding? Because you were talking about for the wedding vows. Now yeah, you... yeah, 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 yeah. I took your advice. I wrote some limericks. That's all I'll, oh. I'll deliver on the wedding day. Wait, so you're going to do this at the wedding. You're going to read a limerick. I shouldn't. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's hear Garrett's limericks that he's going to be using when he get. When are you getting married? Next Saturday. Next Saturday. What's her name? I got some time. Katie. Katie. Yeah. All right. She has time to run after she hears this. All right. Here you go, Garrett. Here's his limerick. Oh, I got two. Hold on. Okay. We met when we moved back to Maine. The tequila that night left us in pain. I chased you for weeks. You said I gave you the creeps. Today, guess who's crying in vain? That's pretty good. Okay. Yes, Paul. In, in, in any wedding vow, don't use the word creep, creep. or creeps. I think that's a rule. <laughs> oh, oh. Or, oh, or okay. vain. Okay, this one's for Polly. Jennifer was from Nantucket. Oh, no. Her pliancy was something to look at. I left her for you. Regret that I do. Now tell father of the bride ship to suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Do not mention old girlfriends. <laughs> I, think I, I think I took your advice. Yes, Seton. These feel like um, possible uh, rehearsal dinner limericks. Yeah. I don't know if they're more vowel limericks, though. But, but, you know, you might be able to get away with this at the rehearsal dinner, maybe. Or, or, or reception, if it gets a little... Loose. You got to make sure people are drinking. Yes, McLovin. The first one actually felt like uh, evidence item one in the stalker <laughs> case. Like, that was super wrong. Yeah. That one might come back and haunt <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, like uh, Keith Morrison on Dateline yeah. will be voicing that one. Yeah. What about the limerick? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the limerick. <laughs> <laughs> the limerick. Whatever happened to Chip, the father-in-law? <laughs> no one's seen him in a couple of years. Yeah. Oh, he was paying for that reception. Oh, he was. <laughs> and the Tallahassee Police Department would love to have a conversation Why about that. you use the word creep? Yeah. Uh, let's see. What do we have? Blake in Illinois. Hi, Blake. What do you have for me today? Hey, Dan. Uh, second time caller. Called a couple of years ago. You might remember I was an inspiring sports broadcaster, and I'm a financial planner now, so it's funny <laughs> how things work out. Well, um, you're going to make more money, and you got better hours, I'm sure. <laughs> I do. Um, hey, wanted to weigh in. Very, very, very surprised that you guys, or at least you, don't like The Departed. One of my top five favorite movies. Also fun hearing you guys mention The Town, because that is also in my top five. So. <laughs> All Both right. great movies. I, I realize John Hamm's uh, Boston accent needs work, but great movies in my opinion. Well, so did Nicholson. Nicholson's the star, and he's Whitey Bulger. Thank you, Blake, for the phone call. Good luck in the financial world. Far better world. More can, probably saner than uh, being a sportscaster. Uh, I, did, I, am I missing something with The Departed? He had star power, but I, I just, I, I was like, this isn't good. Yeah, McLovin. 
You know, when I was watching the original Hong Kong movie, Internal Affairs, that had much better flow. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm that guy. All right. Snob. Nate in Oklahoma. Hi, Nate. Welcome back. Hey, Dan. Uh, hey, Dan. Hey, Departed Dan. is uh, one of my favorite movies, but to each their own. Um, <laughs> on, on Million Dollar Baby, several years ago, before she was my wife, we were dating, and I said, hey, do you want to watch Million Dollar Baby? And she said, no, why would I want to watch a movie where, and goes into great detail of the ending of the movie. And I sat there and I said, well, because I've never seen it. <laughs> and she felt awful. It's changed how we talk about movies forever. Um, so that was fun. Also, the Titans, this definitely feels like a game that we could lose, and it's just I'm trying to mentally prepare for that. You guys yeah. have a good weekend. Good luck, Nate. Let's take a break. We're back with Brady Quinn after this in the Dan Patrick Show. It's amazing. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on that credit card at the end of your first year, and they do that automatically. No limit on how much you can earn, which is crazy, right? Even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover, which means when you pull out the Discover credit card, get used to hearing the word yes more often. You can learn more at discover.com slash yes. That's discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This program brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. They go far beyond from their customization options. Cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew, Mercedes-Benz Vans. Built, equipped, engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. He's Brady Quinn, Fox Sports College and NFL studio and game analyst. And he's on Fox Sports Radio. Two pros and a couple, uh, cup of Joe. Two pros and a cup of Joe. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, the pros. And uh, Jonas Knox is your Joe. You can uh, catch them on Fox Sports Radio weekday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, which leads right into this award-nominated program. Brady, good morning. Good to have you back here. Um, do you have a, a movie or a show that you think is not good, but everybody else thinks is good? Friends. Ooh. Friends would be that show for me. Yeah, I, that's going to be an unpopular opinion amongst a lot of people. Uh, and, and look, David Schwimmer is a tremendous actor. I just could not stand Ross. I couldn't stand the character at all. Uh, I liked basically every other character. But that particular character just ruined the entire show for me. I hated the whining, just the, the entire personality of Ross, which really is just a credit to David Schwimmer for the way he was as an actor in that one. Did you ever meet him? I've never met him, no. What would you say to David Schwimmer if you did meet him? I would say you are one tremendous actor. <laughs> And I hated I'd leave it you. At that. I mean, and, oh, you wouldn't add that. Okay. Yeah. He, no, no, he invoked hate that I had for a character <laughs> that he played, which is strong, right? Like love and hate. Those are the two things you're trying to draw from people. He invoked hate out of my heart for a fictitious character. I don't know. Maybe it was based on someone, um, but he was that good of an actor that that's how it, it made me feel watching that show. I could not watch it. I could not watch it. I couldn't get too deep into it. I just watched because, you know, Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox were good looking. Like that was it. Like very surface. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know that I didn't, you know, dive into the plot or any of that stuff. It's basically just, oh, those are uh, two beautiful women. That's it. Yeah, that, and I think the humor, right? The humor of, of Joey, um, you know, his character was great. Matthew Perry's character was great. Like, there was a lot of you know, humor to it at times. But as soon as Ross came into picture, I was out. I was just, I, I was kind of done with that, that episode. Uh, that's all I needed to know from you, Brady. We appreciate your time. Thank you. Uh, I'll talk <laughs> to you guys next week. Um, he's, you're in Iowa City. You're in your hotel room in Iowa City. I am. I'm at the, uh, the well, I shouldn't say no, what you hotel, should actually, <laughs> and, and I'm in room. No, no, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't do that. Do you, what, what was the worst road trip you ever had when you were at Notre Dame or with the Cleveland Browns? 
Oh, that's a tough one. Um, fans heckle, you know, pull the fire along. Oh, well, if, yeah, if that's the – I mean, college fans, there was two things that distinctly stick out to me. Uh, going to East Lansing, I mean, when they moon you, it's like a different type of moon. <laughs> like, they show too much when they moon you on the way in. All right, so Michigan State fans were wait, wait, the worst. Wait, wait, do you see the moon and the stars when it happens? They – they spread the cheeks. I'll just put it that way. Um, that was always really rough. Uh, going Wait a minute. In hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So that Georgia's between the hedges. This feels like Michigan State is. Bet- so when you are on the team bus pulling into the oh. stadium, yeah, yeah. And you, can, I mean, there's there's multiple people doing it. It's not like one. It's not like oh, we saw one person. It was multiple. And you're just going, oh my god, that is so gross. It really does. Like, it takes you about five to ten minutes to like realize you got to go play a football game. I got to get my mind off whatever that horrific thing was I just saw. So East Lansing, I give Michigan State right up there. Uh, I'll never, I'll, I was scarred from that. And then going out to the old O.Co. in Oakland, I'll never forget hearing as I get off the bus. And I was, gosh, I, I was early on in my career. I remember hearing this voice yell out some profanities. And I, and I was like so shocked because it was such a high-pitched voice. It sounded like a really young kid. And I turn around. This kid couldn't have been older than seven. And he's giving me the bird. And like I hadn't even played it or done anything really. And I was like, this kid knows my name. He's yelling out all these obscenities at this point in time. And he's seven years old. I was like, that's Raider Nation. I, I kind of, I mean, I obviously was like, where's this kid's parents? Like, what, what's this kid going to be in the future? But at the same time, I was like, all right, I got some respect. Like, that's that's Raider Nation. Like, that's the black hole. That's what we're getting ready to go into and have to face. Well, the Browns weren't good enough to really be hated, but Notre Dame was always – I mean, you know wherever you went with Notre Dame that fans hated you. You know, Cleveland wasn't at a level where they they looked at you like, oh, we got to worry about them. That hasn't changed, though, Dan. I mean, I, I, I'm, we're still hated. I'm still hated. I mean, it's it's either there's like the Notre Dame fans who love me or hate me. I mean, 51% of the people right now probably hate me for some reason or other because I'm associated with Notre Dame. I, I realized that when I signed up for it. I didn't know it would be this bad, but that's that's pretty much uh, what my life has been. And even my wife, I think, might be on that 51% depending on the day. You should have gone to Ohio State. I mean, I, I, you know, honestly, I, I don't admit this very often. I almost went to Michigan. Like, Michigan was the place that I loved. Uh, Scott Leffler at the time was their quarterback coach, OC. Um, we had a great rapport, academically a strong school. And, you know, you just looked at the track record. Like, I loved Tom Brady growing up. Junior high, high school, like, that was the guy I, I idolized. And uh, he's still playing, still idolizing him. Uh, but there, there was like, but isn't him, that was crazy, like, Brady? That yeah, that Tom is still playing, and you wanted to follow in his footsteps at Michigan. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember like watching the way he played, his body style, type of player he was. I ended up getting his offensive coordinator, Charlie Weiss, at Notre Dame, like later on. So that never really changed, you know. And and that was the cool thing about it. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's just—I mean, what he's doing is ridiculous. But he was—he was a reason. He was—he would have been the reason why a kid out of Columbus, Ohio, yeah. would have shunned Ohio State to go to Michigan. Like he was a big piece of all that. Well, it would have been worse if being from Columbus, you'd have gone to Michigan instead of gone to Notre Dame. Oh yeah, I mean, I'll never forget the conversation I had with Bo Schembechler. Um, you know, my dad and I had gone up for a visit, 
And he just, as soon as he heard I was from Columbus, Ohio, he came over to me, shook my hand, and he goes, are you ready to go into Columbus and kick their ass? And my dad was like, where, where do we sign? You know, where, where, where do we commit to all this? And I was like, well, this is cool, but let's pump the brakes on this. He's Brady Quinn. Uh, you can see him on TV. You can hear him on radio, Two Bros and a Cup of Joe. It's the morning show on Fox Sports Radio that precedes this one with LeVar Arrington and the host Jonas Knox. He is in Iowa City, Iowa versus Penn State. This should be a big game. It doesn't feel like a big game nationally. Why is that? Uh, I don't know, because it does here. I mean, on the travel on the way in, uh, a ton of Hawkeye fans, obviously, you know, coming to support their team. A ton of Penn State fans as well traveling for it. Uh, I, I think maybe because there's a little bit of a sense of there's Alabama and Georgia and then everyone else. Yeah. Like, I, I think we've, we've seen those two teams this year pretty, pretty dominant. And we feel like the Big Ten, which is probably the second closest conference to the SEC, isn't quite there. But I don't know. I mean, we've got a lot of football left to be played. I'm I'm excited for this matchup. And I'm really curious to see how close a Penn State or Iowa would be versus one of those two teams. I mean, look, I'm not naive enough to sit there and think that Alabama or Georgia would be heavy favorites versus both. But I'd still like to see that matchup. I'd still like to see those teams play off and, and see where they'd be at at this point. I watch the Georgia front four. I, I mean, that to me is NFL quality. That, that, I watched the Arkansas game, and I felt bad for Arkansas. Whenever those running backs were going to get the ball, and I'm like, oh, this, this isn't going to end well. That's really – I don't know how good Georgia is. I just know that, that that front is as good as we've seen in, uh, in a little while. What do you think? I remember we got kicked out of a travel football league. I think we're using stick when we were like in fifth grade. And so in sixth grade, we had to find a new league. Well, we played up with seventh and eighth graders. And the thing you don't take into account at that age, Dan, is those kids are starting to hit puberty. And I remember the first time we went out and played against, uh, I think it was a Gahanna team there in, in Ohio. They look like grown men. And that's what it feels like essentially when every team goes up against Georgia. Yeah. I mean, you look at that front and you go, they just look different. I mean, they are massive. Uh, they obviously all have, you know, their, their future is playing in the NFL. But even more so than that, just the way they move to the ball, the way they're coached with Kirby Smart and their scheme, because that, that's what gets overlooked is they're also out-scheming teams. It's not just pure talent and, and strength and ability. Um, and so that's, that's why I think everyone's looking for that SEC championship game to see, you know, what comes out of that. And much like last year where you had Clemson win the ACC, Notre Dame loses in the ACC, but they both – end up still getting in, I think you're going to see that play out. Like, I think it's a safe bet to say, since neither Georgia or Alabama have to face each other in the regular season, they're going to score off in the SEC championship game. The loser's still going to get in as the fourth seed, and, and the winner's obviously going to be the number one seed. And, or, or maybe they'll try to finagle it where they don't have a rematch the following week, because that would be the interesting thing yeah. about it, right? Yeah. Is this, do you want to see them two weeks in a row? I don't even think the SEC obviously wants to see that. I think they'd rather see a, a rematch in the, uh, in the national championship game. Uh, I know you're from Columbus. Uh, I know you live in Florida, but you probably uh, know a lot of the people in that area, what happened with Urban Meyer and how you think this plays out with him. Uh, as a pro, would you care about your coach as opposed to if you were in college, it, you're a little bit more beholden to that coach. Like he holds your future in his hands. As a pro, you're like, hey, coaches come and go. We come and go. It's not as big a deal. How does this play out with Urban Meyer in Jacksonville? Uh, I, I hate for saying it this way. It all depends on whether or not they win. 
if they win next, this week and the next week, I mean, I've, I've, yeah. my career was through a lot of different things. And if you won, it did made all of it go away. I mean, really, it, it did. Like, I, I remember we had a tragic incident in Kansas City. A player took his life the day before the game. We ended up playing that next day. We won. And it was almost like that went away. And it was like we moved on. Like, the NFL machine just moved on. Yeah. And I remember thinking as, like, a, a player and, and having to go to the funeral the following week and all the emotions that come along with that with our players and our team and think to myself, this, this, this isn't right. Now, that's a completely tragic, different event. But it's that that still applies in the NFL to anything that happens off the field is if you win, that all ends up getting kind of pushed uh, to the wayside as an afterthought. I mean, if they were a three and one four and a football team right now, I mean, would we be having the same conversation about what came out on video? Probably not. And I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but that's just the reality of, of life in the NFL. You're judged differently whether you're winning or losing. And that's why I think it's it's so key for the players especially the young players in that locker room to take over accountability of what happens the next few weeks and how they win or lose these games. Russell Wilson got hurt last night. I don't know what the diagnosis is, if it's dislocated or fractured or, but uh, did you ever go through this uh, with something on your passing hand? Yeah. Monday night football, 2008. Uh, I hit my right index finger off of Marcus Stroud's helmet and ended up having what was called mallet finger. Uh, didn't know it at the time. It was honestly so cold in Buffalo. I thought I just stoved it. Uh, I, I was trying to to get it to, to warm up. I mean, my hands felt pretty much frozen. And I really didn't realize it until we got into practice the following week. Um, we, you know, had blood underneath my nail. We tried to drill through the nail to see if we could release the blood and release some of the pressure. I think at one point we were we drilled past that point. But it wasn't until after practice where we ended up going to get MRI and x-rays taken was a small fracture. The, the, the tendons and the ligaments there are kind of torn up at, at that distal joint. And I tried to play the next week. But the hard thing is, is you have to understand, if it's his middle finger, your index finger and your middle finger, those are really the last two fingers to push the football. So that's going to control not only some of the power coming off of it, but also your accuracy and the way it's going to spin off your fingers. The index is the last. And that's why I tried to go, didn't have any control versus Houston that next week, ended up having to have two pins put in, and it was casted for six weeks so it could heal um which it probably didn't heal properly because i tried to play the next week so my finger's a little crooked now for the rest of my life but um it took six weeks for it to heal that's why i'm a little surprised maybe if it's a sprain he'll be okay but if but if he's torn something or if there's a fracture i mean there's no way to put a pin in there and really let it heal especially with all the trauma you're going to take throwing the football and taking the even snaps or getting hit and shocking and all that so it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out where do you stand on Baker Mayfield as a franchise quarterback if you're the Browns moving forward? Are you going to pony up $40, $45 million a year? Yeah. I, 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 to Look, to me, I think he's a franchise quarterback. I, I do. I, I know everyone's making a big deal about the statistical arguments and everything else, but uh, I think he can put them in a position to go on a playoff run and win a Super Bowl. Um, now, is, is he the same player as Patrick Mahomes and some of the others or Kyler Murray? No, he's, he's different in that sense. But I do think he's got all those traits and ability to be able to lead them to one. Uh, the biggest thing right now is, you know, from a contract standpoint, you know, the, the hard thing is you, it's going to be hard to compare him to a, a Patrick Mahomes, for example, because the style of that deal, it's going to have to be closer to a Josh Allen, Dak Prescott. And, you know, if you're going to use stats to make that argument, yeah, it's probably not going to bode well. But I think you and I both know that's not how it works in the NFL. 
it's the next man up. Amen. It's not necessarily the guy that's going to say, hey, is, is Baker or Dak or Josh Allen better than Patrick Mahomes? I don't think so. But they might end up getting paid more than him certain years or at certain points in time throughout their, their you know, contract extensions. So that's more of the reality. It's an economical deal. It's not so much about stats or what we think of him as compared to another player. Yeah, but I, I think it puts these GMs in a really difficult position because if you said I could have Baker Mayfield for $30 million a year as opposed to 45, like there's no middle ground here. And, and that's what concerns me as we move forward. You know, at some point you go, there's a ceiling here. There should be a ceiling here. I'm for everybody making all the money they want. But I don't believe a, a gun should be put to my head as a GM or owner and say, hey, that's what the going rate. No, it's not. It shouldn't be. Baker Mayfield is not the going rate. Baker Mayfield is not Deshaun Watson. He's not Mahomes. He's not a variety. He's not a top 15 quarterback. I just because. Don't you think the. Yeah, Don't you think the franchise tag, though, which was originally created by the ownership side, right? Yeah, I know. That's what's gotten them in this situation because yep. Great as every player gets closer to free agency, their agent starts saying, hey, well, this is what the first year of the tag looks like. This is what the second year of the tag looks like. If I have one year left on my deal, whatever you present me as far as guarantees, it better look like this year plus those two years in guarantees. If it's not, why, why would I accept anything? So I actually think the mechanism that they created to keep franchise quarterbacks, agents and players have now used it back against them from a negotiation tactic. And if you look at Kirk Cousins, I mean, if you play that thing out, I mean, it, there's a risk to it. You got to play year to year. Look at Dak Prescott. You know, he was able to do that too. There's definitely a risk to it. But at the end of the day, you're going to make out more in the end. So I, I, I know the, the owners want the franchise tag in there. Mm -hmm. I, I think players don't. But I think that plays into this argument a little bit as to why every single player makes that argument because now you're basing some of those numbers off of the top five average of, of those you know, uh, quarterback contracts. All right, big game, uh, Fox. It'll be big noon kickoff at uh, Penn State and Iowa from Iowa City. What's on the agenda tonight? You got a, you got a uh, uh, workout in store? I'm going to guess. Oh, going I, to already, I already got one in. Oh, you did? Already got one in. Yeah, it got to. Come on now. Come on, Dan. You know me. I, I, I was down there with Joel Klatt. We were getting after it a little bit. Um, <laughs> but we, we already did radio this morning. I got, already got a workout in. Wait, what, what, got, are you, you know, what are you benching now? Oh, God. I, I don't even try to do – you know what? I take that back. I usually put up 300 pounds once a week just to feel like I can still do it. So I'll, I'll do like a one rep 300 pounds, be done with it, maybe 315, and say, all right, I did it. I'll move on. Um, but I don't try to like do too much more than that anymore. It just, it still makes me feel good. Like I could still get that done. Plus I have three daughters, Dan. So at some point I'm going to have to get on some performance enhancing drugs to make sure I protect <laughs> those three little munchkins I got at my house right now. Do you wear a medium or do you wear a large shirt? <laughs> this is actually a double XL, Dan. I know what you're trying to say. All right. I know what you're trying to get at. I, this is actually a double know. XL. I don't okay? know. I, I don't know. Like I don't, it's more I, of what they call a European cut. I, I know you're unfamiliar with that. All right, I know you're unfamiliar with you know traveling overseas. Yeah, it's more of a European cut. Uh, okay. okay, all right. Just just want to. We'll I, get you. We'll get you some. No, we'll, no, we'll no, get, no, 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 no. It's called stay in liberty. We'll get you some. We'll I like some I like loose. Clothes. I like loose. I like yeah. leaving something to the imagination. Uh, well, I mean, I, I guess there's that play if if you want to play things yeah. that way. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I think you could. I mean, I, I'm not really sure what what you're trying to say there. To be honest with you, Dan. I, I'm, I'm just. I don't know what I'm trying to say either. I I can't wear a tight shirt. I think I think is what I'm saying there, Brady. 
but you got to start coming working out with us. No, no, on, no, you know? no. Yeah, no. Come on, we'll, we'll figure this out. No, you and we'll Clad. The boys. No, we'll you and the Clad. Then you act like former quarterbacks. You know. No, Clat Clat was having like we were we were having a heart to heart about it. He's really at a bad place right now with his workout. So we were trying. I was trying to pump him up a little bit. And trying to get him going, but he was in a bad place this morning. So a big pep talk. Big pep <laughs> do, talk. Do you think it'll affect Joel Klatt on the call that he had? He's in a bad place working out. Wise. Well, you know, he works out before the game because I, I usually see him down there, you know, working out before he goes and gets the call in. Uh, we'll see where his head's at tomorrow. <laughs> Today wasn't a good place. It was not a good place. But I think I, I think he'll be better tomorrow. I'm just working on core, Brady. That's all I'm working on. Yeah, you got to, yeah, right? You yeah. got you to gotta get that six-pack. I would say for you, though, calves, core, and then just arms. That's all you need to be doing at this point. That's Dan. it. Yeah. Calves, core, yeah. yeah. Because you go out, you, you probably golf a little bit. You put on a T-shirt and short. You got to look. Good the Phil Mickelson workout. That's essentially what he does now. Calves, core, and, and arms. Yeah, a little bit of arms. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm glad we had you on for that reason alone right there. Uh, I think we accomplished a lot. Yeah, we I'll be did. With you. I think we, we did. did. Think we did a lot of topics there. Yeah. 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 Well, you know the show. Uh, have fun tomorrow. <laughs> we appreciate your time as we always, will. Brady. Thank you, buddy. That's Brady Quinn, Fox Sports College NFL Studio Game Analyst, and uh, his the radio show that precedes ours with uh, Lavar Arrington, Jonas Knox. It's called Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Take a break. Or going out to the Traeger Grills after this Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Close-up shop on this Friday like we always do. Arcade Fire. This goes out to the backroom guys who do such a great job behind the scenes, including Tyler, the moderator, did a wonderful job. Meet Friday. You can earn your place in the Hall of Fame, making game day spreads with the Traeger Wood Pellet Grill, offering real wood-fired flavor. Set it, forget it, convenience. Traeger offers the perfect way. Cook all season long. Grab one at your local dealer. Visit TraegerGrills.com slash DP show. Mention Tyler, the moderator, does a great job with Meet Friday. Rob and Mario do a great job with the newsletter, the daily newsletter. Sign up at danpatrick.com. We'll send you a recap of everything that's happening uh, on the show. Marvin answers phones, among other things, gets all the sound for us. Ray's the new intern in here. Weeks, of course, is our cameraman. Uh, The big German, he directs the show. And Dylan, not sure what Dylan does, but he does it really, really well. Every single day. Uh, That's the back room, guys. That's, that's the show. We're the little show that could. We have 12 people that put this show on. Uh, I could take all the credit, or they could take all the blame. But uh, very lucky. Yes, McLeod. Bit of an issue with uh, Ray, the new intern. Because. Little too athletic. Little too good at basketball. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. He's like 6'2", great shape. He comes mm. out and hits his first three jumpers mm. when we tested about yesterday. Mm. It's first thing McLovin says when we have an intern. Hey, are you any good at basketball? Like, I'd like to know if they're any good at uh, radio or TV. <laughs> yes, Paul. And McLovin will take him out on the court. Like, hey, come on, real quick. Work with me. You know, like, he doesn't ask to play one-on-one. He tells you he's playing one-on-one. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to have uh, the uh, basketball league anytime soon. Are we planning on doing that in the fall? You guys want to do that? Paulie's, Paulie's not going to do it this year. Do you, do you have a trainer slash doctor on call at all times? Well, don't you think I would be the one that would need that? I don't know if I can play with a replacement knee. I'm going to have to check with my uh, my doctor there. But, yeah, I'd like to. I figure if Fritzy guards me, I don't have to move around too <laughs> well, much. I made Mario take that uh, very questionable shot. Oh, yes, shot. you did. Man, you, you're you a shut-down defender. Scared him, and he had to put that crazy shot on. Uh, Jonathan in Kansas City. Hi, Jonathan. What's on your mind today? 
Hey, Dan. First time, long time. 5'10 and a semi-soft 210. Soft. So, Dan, I want to ask you this question. If you could choose one of the two in these specific months, would you choose Jim Nance in March and April and his duties or Joe Buck in September and October with the NFL and the World Series and the baseball stuff? Uh, Jim Nance. Yeah. Jim, Jim Nance. Even if you took away the NFL. Uh, you, so if it was just college basketball and just the Masters. I would take Jim Nance. Yeah. This month? Yeah. Absolutely. I'll take Jim Nance in, uh, in March and April. Yeah. Or April, I should say. Now, the, the Masters is, you know, there's, there's nothing like it. And you have the Final Four. I mean, Jim is intertwined in both of those. There's a lot of guys who do the NFL. You know, Joe does a wonderful job in baseball. Um, but, yeah, I, w- I would take Jim Nance in April. I don't think there's a wrong answer. Let, let me put it that way. Uh, let's see. This day in sports history, Paulie. Donald James Larson, 1956, of the New York Yankees, pitched the first perfect game in the history of the World Series. 1957, the Brooklyn Baseball Club announced they accepted a deal to move the Dodgers to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's about it. Those are the two biggies. All right. Uh, I'm trying to think if there was anything else that I saw there. Final results of the poll question, McLevin? We stuck with, should the Seahawks think about rebuilding? 78% say yes. All right. Ed in Texas. Hi, Ed. What's on your mind today? Uh, Buenos dias, man. Uh, hey, great interview with Brady Quinn, uh, unless you're David Swimmer. But <laughs> anyway, uh, I got some breaking news. All right. Uh, they asked Doc Rivers if a DC show could win a sports Emmy with uh, Todd Fritz doing limericks. And to paraphrase the great Marcel Marceau, he replied, no. No. Uh, I think we could win a sports Emmy with, uh, thank you, Ed. Big windup. Um, <laughs> that segment's not going to help. Yeah. <laughs> Ed, Ed didn't help us win a sports Emmy. Uh, Fritzy. It's not necessary Fritzy. to take a shot with like a minute and a yeah, half I left know. until the weekend. I I, it's bad timing. And we don't like to leave Todd with anything over the weekend. Anything? Yeah, I got enough spilkas and aggravation. Yeah, you just had two bratwurst and some chili. And a four and a half hour drive to Syracuse. Oh, that's going to sit real God. nice. Oh, that's not fair to your wife. It turned ga- into a six hour drive. Or the gas stations around the interstate. <laughs> yeah. That's not fair to Elmira, New York. <laughs> <laughs> well, what that guy call in earlier this week saying? Like absolute destruction yes. or something? Yeah. Yeah. Assault and battery to a rest stop? A, a pit stop. Why do all the, the stations stop? say they're out of gas? It looks yeah. like the other people are filling up fine. Why do they tell me there's no gas? Keep going. What did you learn on today's program, Todd? Ross Tucker would not pay Baker Mayfield $40 million, but Brady Quinn thinks he's a franchise QB and would pay him. All right, McLovin? They're filming Todd's journey. They're calling it Mad Max Fury Road 2. Wow. It's going to get interesting. Uh, Seton O'Connor. Brady Quinn this close to going to Michigan. Yeah. Paulie? Joel Klatt, bad lift this morning. Yeah, I worry about Joel. Uh, Fritzy, what did I learn? Brady Quinn found the TV show Friends unwatchable, especially whiny Ross. What we learned brought to you by the Compact GLA proves it's not the size of the SUV in the fight, the size of the fight in the SUV. Learn more about the nimble, ready-for-anything Mercedes-Benz vehicles, MBUSA.com, Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for your support, emailing, tweeting, dialing. A safe weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. Dan Patrick Show. One more item as we close out the week and head into the weekend, and it's a great reminder to get sleep. Even on the weekends, it's important to wake up, go to bed at the same time if you can. Keep that same body clock. There's also one other thing. You should check out Sleep Number. There's 
Or maybe I could have Todd Fritz call up you or your kids, and then he could talk about great Broncos memories or how much he loves the Astros of the mid-'80s. That could put you to sleep real, real quickly. Sleep Number is probably what I would recommend. The official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL because proven quality sleep is game-changing sleep. Save up to $800 on Sleep Number 360 smart beds plus special financing for a limited time only at sleep number stores or sleepnumber.com slash patrick once again the best bed you can buy or todd telling you about great memories in denver bronco history i'll take the bed subject to credit approval minimum monthly payments required see sleepnumber.com for details imagine you ask two people the same seven questions i'm mini driver and this was the idea i set out to explore in my podcast mini questions this year we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions including courtney cox rob delaney liz fair and many many more join me on season three of mini questions on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts seven questions limitless answers The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 